Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Model POV. If you are new here, then hi, hello, and welcome. My name is Ariana and I'm a 21-year-old model from Canada. If you're not new here, then hi, hello, and welcome back and thanks for listening. Today I'm going to be talking about my own issues surrounding anger and feeling disenfranchised and how I overcame that, but all, excuse me, and also not only how I overcame that, but also how I used it to my advantage in my career as well as um, achieving goals. So let's get into it. Um, But before we do, I would really like to talk about some things. I think it's really important I talk about these prior to really me talking about how I utilized my anger in regards to these issues in order to kind of get me ahead of the curve I guess but anyways as I said if you're watching this um, from my province or somewhere in Canada you might already be aware that the new OHS bill proposition that I've been working on um, passed the second reading this past Monday which is super great I did an interview for it uh, which was released to various press networks over the following weekend um you know like even my grandpa in Ontario saw it so like that's super cool but I'm happy obviously um what I've been pushing for for so long as well as my two friends who have really helped out alongside me running the Facebook group we created in 2018 um you know like like me as well as them it's it's finally like kind of coming to fruition and it's very cool but kind of overwhelming I'm not gonna lie it's a lot um but anyways and you know like the the models not only sharing their stories to me but also speaking about them publicly alongside me in the past too um it's just it's so cool that this is finally it's finally happening it's here um so it's i feel it's important for me to speak about these articles in this episode because the way people have been behaving in regards to the change in legislation is a big reason of why i felt as an underaged model Uh, who was harassed on set listening to other underage models say how they've been harassed on set that I could never really voice it to people um like that's just like people constantly being like oh you're a model you should expect this oh well they put their kid into the acting industry so of course this would happen you know that's the whole freaking reason for my legislation like that's the whole reason I am trying to change laws in Canada in order for, you know, fucking, like, kids in the creative industries to do what they want and be protected. Like, why is that such a freaking controversial thing? But, like, it's just, you know, comments like that are exactly why I felt the way that I did and why so many of the girls, as well as young men, um, Owen Mooney, for example, I don't know him personally, but he started, um, hashtag us too, which is about male models and stuff and the harassment they experience in the workplace. So you can go look up, look up that as well. Um, it's just like, that's a big part of the reason why so many victims feel that they can't speak up about it because of people's behavior that is just brushing it off and saying, oh, that's just how life is. And it's not. This mentality of, you know, I went through shitty things, so people growing up after me have to deal with shitty things that doesn't get us anywhere like it really doesn't and you know like I said like so many times I've been told just to expect it and why should I because I'm attractive because of my profession you know like how people view me is not my responsibility but my safety and my healing is and if I can manage to help other people along the way of course I'm going to do that 
It's the constant, oh, that should be expected, when myself or anyone I know has spoken up about the gross behavior we've dealt with from grown adults is why nothing has ever changed until now. And (laughs) there's another one, which is just like super funny to me more than anything. You know, like I I really won't even comment on this one because I do know the guy. Unfortunately, he's mentally ill, so there's that, but also... I'm dating one of his old friends, so it's kind of funny he brought that part up. Um, It's sad to see people (laughs) try to drag others down when they don't really feel fulfilled themselves. Um, If you're listening, I kind of doubt that you are, but if you are, I genuinely hope you heal and find the happiness that you're pretending to have. But anyways, what does this have to do with my topic? Like, every single one, or I shouldn't really say every single one, but it really felt like that. A lot of people doubted me, and for superficial things. Um, I don't know, if you read the comment, it's about like me in high school, which is the stupidest thing. But I was emo, I was awkward, I was moody, which is like anyone when they don't really know themselves, or really like a lot of people in high school. I've also been openly... I've also been like <laughs> quite open about how I was the awkward little bean when I was in high school, so I don't really see how that has anything to do with who I've grown into. Um, I'm grateful I grew up valuing more than money and looks despite the industry I've come to know and love. If you care what others think of you and base your life around that, you're never going to grow as a person. So anyway, let's start. Um, yeah, as I said, almost nobody genuinely was rooting for me aside from friends and family. People like the one mentioned above cared more about the fact that I was awkward and didn't fully know who I was. So for whatever reason, that somehow made me uncool. I was an introvert, I still am. I like to have my private and peaceful life where I'm not having to worry about drama and people who don't want the best for me. And because of constantly feeling like I didn't fit in anywhere, I made a place for myself. That's one thing I've learned over the years, no one's coming to save you, so you have to get up and do what's best for you. I started investing all my time into various artistic pursuits until I found something that I really liked, which was modeling. If you follow my Instagram, you know I write and I like to make visual art quite a lot as well, but modeling was really, I guess, like my first kind of experience and the first medium that I genuinely loved because of it. I also did makeup, and because I focused so much of my time on it, I went to a really good school in Vancouver afterwards partly on scholarship for competing provincially both years. Um, And funny funny enough, I think I should also mention one of the girls who was my models, this is another instance of someone trying to shit on your success when they don't feel fully fulfilled themselves. She tried to tell everybody that the reason her skin broke out was because of (laughs) the makeup that I did on her and that I was just rubbing it into her face and everything. And this girl was like my best friend and she was constantly shitting on me, like behind my back. So it's just, I don't know, private life is more peaceful. People suck. Um, I just, I don't really want to deal with anyone anymore. And yeah, like, you know, I just, I had other priorities and because I chose not to focus on the superficial stuff, that's what's gotten me as far as it has. I know it sounds stupid to say that as a model, but because I've been doing this for so long, I feel like I've become numb to it almost. Um, It's also really sad to see how beauty standards affect older people as well, which is something I experienced when when I worked in makeup. I was always finding it was more the older women who were insecure about their looks and felt that they weren't enough. And so I really just wanted to disconnect from all that. 
never feeling like I fit in pushed me to do better for myself and be better and heal so that when I did have friendships or dated somebody that I could do it properly instead of constantly projecting my own wounds onto them. And it's a linear process. There's like still things I find to this day that I need to work through. It's just that I deal with it differently. I deal with it in a more positive and forgiving mindset than I used to. And I really wish it was just the same for everybody, but you know, anyways, secondly, I never deserved any of what happened to me and neither did you. Um, it's my responsibility as a person to move on from all of that and be better. It's your responsibility to heal from that and be better as well, because whether you realize it or not, your limiting beliefs you hold on to yourself, the world, those around you <laughs> is what's going to keep you stuck. I've known girls who have almost been drugged in basements. I know kids who are involved in lawsuits. And I know teenagers who are almost trafficked, and you want to tell me that we should expect that? As I said earlier, the mentality of I went through bad things so everybody should, it's how you grow, is just like so outdated, you guys. What if those things never needed to happen in the first place? What if they needed to happen to me so I could use it as a learning curve and then pass the knowledge along to others? I've become comfortable with my past. I've had to move past it. But what about those who can't? They need the resources, the education, and, and to know what red flags they should avoid. No one should ever have to settle for being touched inappropriately, verbally harassed, etc. And as I said, comments like that are exactly why we need to evolve. Knowing all the stories I do from myself, my friends, and models I've met through networking on social media or in person on on set when you know everything wasn't shut down because of covid and then also hearing all of these unfounded perceptions due to the misrepresentation of the industry is what makes me want to do this even more how are you going to have an opinion on life as a model when you haven't modeled a day in your life you won't you'll have an opinion from a consumer standpoint and the less filtered your per your perception of my profession is the more you realize how big of a problem pedophilia sexual assault and harassment and stereotypes from society really is it all starts with education as does everything like my grandpa in ontario said earlier when i called him how did they not already have this in place we've had it for a long time <laughs> so you know in conclusion i could have lashed out i could have been a lot meaner in my pursuits um a lot more ruthless <laughs> excuse me ruthless not ruthless I do have a ceiling, uh, <laughs> but in order for me to be taken seriously, um, I also understand that I need to do this with a certain amount of grace. Negativity is never going to be allowed in my space, jealousy never will be allowed in my space, and superficial values absolutely never will be allowed in my space. But I'll continue to use these as leverage, so thank you. I know that I'm always divinely protected and headed towards my highest good, so you know, nothing at this point when I have worked so hard for all that I have currently is going to stop me. And I hope you do the same situation if something ever arises where you need to push yourself to do better and be better. But um, for now, I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye for now.